things, the ethics in which we do things, and these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The Celtics don't just answer the call, they dominate. Start to finish in a blowout game two road win. The final score, Boston 127, Miami 102. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. And it's ridiculous, but when, when he's not on top, and the parody in college football he's been talking about, Go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. You can call me anything you want to call me. You ain't calling me a cheat. I don't cheat and I don't lie. So I learned that when I was a kid. If you did, the old man slapped you side of the head. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Have you had any contact with Nick since? No. Uh, oh, he's called. You just didn't take the call? Not going to. We're done. Washburn at second, first pitch swinging, grounded to third. Clark's got it. Throw across, and you can unhitch the wagon. The Sooners have taken the opener on Thursday night in Lubbock. A giant win for their NCAA resume, and their hopes for a Big 12 title are still alive. Final score in game one, it's Oklahoma 13 and Texas Tech 8. Hour three, T-Row in the morning show, Friday, May 20, El Vente de Mayo, Toby and Drake back with you. I'm live in Lubbock today. Here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans, we're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, XOE. They got a little bit of everything, and their brands are all best in class at Extreme Outdoor Equipment under one roof. You could buy the zero-turn bad boy mowers that I talk about all the time to cut your grass, tractor with loader and brush hog to work your land, a four-wheeler, side-by-side or UTV to take you hunting, fishing, or just plain having fun. And if you want to get away from it all, they can help you there too with the purchase of a new travel trailer or the rental of a motor home. Uh, Do you got one of those bad boy mowers over at your place, Drake? You know, I'm a bad boy of Oklahoma Sports Radio. Uh, no, my yard definitely is not big enough to require a riding mower, so I just have a push mower. Uh, soft. 
Well, it, it it would be less than half an acre of uh, or a quarter uh-huh. of an acre of grass to cut. So definitely don't need a riding lawnmower for that. All I'm hearing right now is excuses coming out of your mouth. Yeah, because right? I'm soft because I use a push mower. Maybe you're soft because you ride a lo- riding lawnmower. How about that? All right, fine, fine. Right, listen, I'm a bad boy. That's all I can say, Drake, okay? That's all I can say. A giant night in sports tonight, day and night. We've got round two of the PGA Championship. It is cut day in Tulsa. Tiger tees off this afternoon, and he's going to have to play well to make the cut. We've got the Sooner Abe Hanser in contention. We've got Rory McIlroy at the top of the leaderboard. They're out there and getting after it day two. Then tonight, game two here in Lubbock between OU and Texas Tech. The Sooners could win the series with a win tonight. Oklahoma and Texas Tech both still within striking range of TCU for a share of the Big 12 title, but either one of them is going to have to win their last two games to get there. TCU has been guaranteed at least a share. If OU pulls off the sweep, they would share it. If Texas Tech wins the final two games, they would share it. Uh, We will hear from Jackson Nicholas after a big night, the freshman second baseman coming up here in a bit. The NCAA softball regionals start today in Norman. They play tonight. Four o'clock will be Texas A&M against Minnesota. Around 6.30 tonight will be the number one overall seed, Patty Gasso's Oklahoma Sooners taking on Prairie View A&M tonight and I'm not done yet Drake the elite eight is today in women's tennis they are up in Champaign Illinois the Sooners are the number two seed they will take on the seven seed Texas A&M coming up tonight at uh, 7 p.m. what do you think of this whole Jimbo Fisher Nick Saban thing Drake you know there's a lot of people that have said for a long time, that the person that gets most offensive whenever you accuse them of something is probably the one that's most guilty. Uh-huh. And that's the thing that first popped in my head with Jimbo Fisher yesterday. And his... I don't cheat and I don't lie. <laughs> yeah, I don't cheat I don't lie. Uh, the, the guy coming up there and saying, like, oh, well, you just need to go out there and you need to look at skeletons in his closet. Well, okay, Jimbo. Like... Like, everybody knows what's happening with Texas A&M. You coming up there with that five-minute diatribe and rant uh, on what Saban had said, which really wasn't even, like, I don't even really take it as something that was really directed at Jimbo. It's just one one of those things that struck a nerve for A&M and Jimbo for whatever reason. And he goes out there, and it was a combination of two things. A- Jimbo was way defensive about it because he knows what's going on with A&M. So he's like, well, I got to go out there and I got to dispute this. And also, like, I got to go prove to our alumni base that I'm not afraid of Alabama. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. So it's it's just a huge (laughs) – it was entertaining, but it was a huge crock that uh, Jimbo had thrown out there yesterday. Clown axe. That's right. Um. He doth protesteth too much. Is that what you're saying? That's right. You know, that's Shakespeare, I think, mm-hmm. Drake. Uh, 
What is that? Yeah, Richard, so, the, Richard the Third? Uh, Drake, we're doing know. a sports radio show here, okay? Okay, it's fine. Go ahead. Um, yeah, what Nick Saban said is he bought all his players, which is a little bit of a sloppy way of saying the truth. Right. Everybody knows Texas A&M gave some huge NIL deals to their recruiting class. That is not a secret, and nobody's even denying it down there. But to say he bought all his players is just kind of asking for a fight if you're Nick. Uh, I do think it was also one of these, I don't know if it was a summer caravan or one of these speaking things. Sometimes, you know, Bob did this a couple of times. Sometimes you get in front of a friendly setting and you're just kind of, you know, you say something to a crowd that you know is going to get a reaction and then, uh-oh, the media picked it up and now it's a national thing. You know, Bob would take some shots at the SEC in his summer caravans and and the crowd loved it. But then it got picked up and blasted everywhere, and it became a national thing. So I don't know if Nick was maybe just kind of speaking to his base there at some sort. I know his basketball, the Alabama basketball coach was sitting by him. It looked kind of like a caravan city uh, situation. Um, But Jimbo is a little bit of a madman, isn't he? Like, he's got crazy eyes yesterday. Like, he got up there and just started swinging and saying things, and I'm not answering his call and and all this kind of stuff. And I, I those two guys getting mad at each other for cheating <laughs> is like me coming on and telling somebody they shouldn't eat too much fast food. <laughs> hey, but uh, uh, what might help you not – Eating so much fast food is maybe if every single time they ask you to pull ahead, please. They do. Every single I'd time. I still keep going back, though. Yeah, no, but Jimbo did have some serious Will Smith at the Oscars vibe yeah, yesterday. That's right, man. He went up and slapped him in the face. That's right. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I, I don't know. I'm here for it. I think it's great for college football. We already can't wait now for those two teams to play each other. I wish, you know, maybe not to this extent. I don't know. I, I hope at some point, and I think it's got a good chance of happening, that Brent Venables and Steve Sarkeesian end up becoming rivals. I mean, you know, their teams are going to be rivals. Their programs are rivals. I'm talking about a personal thing, you know. Um, it seems like that could happen with those two guys, but uh, this is just hilarious. Now, Nick tries to walk it back a little bit last night, kind of, but not really. And uh, Jimbo's, you know, what is all in a wad. It would be crazy, like, if Texas A&M was even halfway relevant in college football, then it would mean more. But, you know, until they start making college football playoffs and winning national championships or even participating in the bowl games that they qualify for, it's a little bit hard to take them seriously, you know? You know, I mean, they are kind of a joke. No, I, they've they've been a joke in college football for a long time, and the only relevance that they've had the last decade uh, outside of Johnny Manziel has been – which I guess that's 
yeah, that's right on the fringe of being more than a decade ago now, uh, is what they've done with the NIL money and the fact that they had the quote-unquote highest-rated recruiting class in the history of college football since they started rating the uh, all of the players and everything. It's it's just... They're Texas, man. I mean, yeah. I'm not talking about universe. Yeah. They are the state, state of, of Texas. Texas. Yes, absolutely. They are... I the got ranches. Yep. I'm louder than you. I'm going to hold press conferences. I eat steaks. Mm-hmm. We spend more money than you. We're Texas. Well, and that that was another line that Jimbo had last year. You remember that? The I've got ranches out here in, uh, <laughs> in Texas. I'd be a madman to leave this job. Not going to. Not We're going. done. We're done. Um, they're obnoxious. I mean, if I'm not, if you're an A and M fan. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm saying if you want to be taken seriously, the first thing you have to do is become a serious contender. Not just build nice new things. Not just spend money on NILs. I I like going to your state. You got fun traditions. I can't wait to go back to Kyle Field. I'm glad OU and Texas A&M are going to play again. But until Texas A&M becomes a serious contender playing for championships – Every time Jimbo Fisher goes to a microphone, everybody's going to kind of chuckle. His name's Jimbo, Drake. Jimbo. That's what you call like a four-year-old who hasn't quite made it to Jimmy. Right. You know? Or James. He, he goes by Jimbo. He's an adult man. This is also the same school that has not won a national title since... Since World War II, and yet has gone ahead and put it out there a trophy with just the question marks. Uh, oh. uh, whenever they hired Jimbo Fisher, the uh, twenty and then two question marks. Like it's it's not a matter of if, but when Jimbo's going to go win one for. I don't cheat and I don't lie. Yeah, that's right. No, and and he's put me in the awkward position of defending Nick Saban, who mm-hmm. I also can't stand. So this is like Darth Vader fighting Darth Vader. It, this is- the the one thing that you have loved though is clowning on Texas A and M since they left the Big Twelve. Well, their facilities are fantastic. <laughs> you have to give them credit for That's that. Right. The house that uh, Johnny Football built. They have. Um, gone from a program that wins seven or eight games a year to a program that wins seven or eight games a year. And you got to give them credit for that. I mean, it's not easy to be that consistent, Drake. You know what I mean? So kudos to them for that. Uh, anyway, we'll see. Maybe today there'll be another. I feel like Lane Kiffin is watching this out of jealousy. Like, isn't he going to jump in at some point here? Lane Lane is not getting enough attention right now. It's all on Nick and Jimbo, and I think Lane is going to – or Mississippi State, help me out. Uh, Mike you, Leach. Uh, yeah. Mike Leach. Yeah. Mike Leach or Lane Kiffin are going to today <laughs> become a part of this story somehow, some way. Um, all right, break time. Let's hit some of your text messages when we come back. Air Comfort Solutions text line. 405-651-3439. Live in Lubbock. Back after this. 
Hey, Sooner fans, we've got you covered. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. No, we don't get a break. (laughs) This is the home of Sooner fans. Welcome back to the final hour of the week for the Theory on the Morning Show. Drake Dyken, Toby Rowland here with you. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by the great people at RK Black. They've been in business since 1952, and they're the leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. So if you're listening on the KRF app in the state of Kansas, they can also help you out, not just the huh. state of Oklahoma. How about that, T-Row? Hello, Kansas. Those technology solutions, including... Kansas Jayhawks eliminated last night, by the way. Ooh. From the Big 12 baseball tournament. Ninth place in the Big 12. That's Locked right. in. Uh, those technology solutions include copiers, printers, faxes, scanners, document management, and network solutions, plus so much more. Give them a call at 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. That's a school, by the way, that has gone all in. On one sport, Kansas. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like, they are absolutely terrible in everything else, but they're the national champions yep. in basketball. That's right. That's right. Uh, I think even their, uh, even their women's basketball team uh, struggled quite a bit this year, too. So, um, But they did beat OU at one point. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions. They were excellent. better this year. Yeah, they were better this year. They were a little better. Absolutely. Um... Tennessee baseball skull drag Mississippi State last night. Can I say that on the air? Is Tennessee the baseball equivalent of OU softball right now? Yes. Yeah. 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 Twenty-seven to two, I think the final last night. Uh, it is as impressive what they have done in baseball as what Oklahoma has done in softball this year. I think they've lost four or five games all season. Yeah. In the SEC. Well, and they've been so good offensively, too. They've been accused of juicing bats, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that kind of they played it a game right there. One of their losses this year was with wood bats. Mm-hmm. Tennessee uh, Tech, right? Tennessee Tech beat them, yeah. But, no, they're, they're the overwhelming favorite going into the NCAA tournament this year. Did you say overwhelming or overwhelming? Overwhelming. <laughs> Uh, next up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, uh, Hard Times is the jerky that comes with a plastic toothpick. It's That's made it. in yep. El Reno. Thank you. That's right. Yeah, I like Hard Times a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, next up, Patty says she's going. Uh, Patty's going into the uh, Oklahoma Hall of Fame, like you uh, corrected yourself, not the Sports Hall of Fame. Correct. Yeah, um, I incorrectly said a Hall of Fame. She's already in. She's already in the Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame. She's going into the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, period. Correct. No Sports Hall of Fame. Because she's, oh, already, she's in already in She's already in the Sports in Hall of Fame. Yeah, let me, let she's me finish, She's going into T-Row. the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. Correct. With, as you, without any evidence, said you believe Will Rogers and Wiley is most Post. likely, and Wiley Post uh-huh. are likely in the Oklahoma I'll throw another Hall one out there. Uh, Woody Guthrie. How about that? I like his chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Air Comfort Solutions text line. When OU leaves the Big 12, we need our own beef jerky. 
Oklahoma made out of Boys City. Spokesperson can be Drake Stoops. <laughs> okay. Uh, does anybody know if uh, the if he Stoops? Uh, I'm guessing Bob Stoops has been inducted into the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. I don't know. I don't know much about the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. I'm more familiar with the Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame. So I'm sure Bob is in the sports one. I would assume he's in the regular one, too. But I don't know. I don't know. It's Drake that's wildly throwing around names here that he believes is in the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. Drake, what do you think? You think Bob Stoops is in the Oklahoma Hall of Fame? It's possible. I haven't heard that he is. I'm going to guess that uh, Bud you're Wilkinson re- and Barry Switzer are, though. You're recklessly throwing names out yep. there. like yep. Yeah. That's me. Like I'm reckless, Zero. You know me. <laughs> uh, next up here, Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning, Drake and T-Row from Good Balmy morning. Burleson, Texas. Just checking in to say that we missed you at the caravan last night, Toby. But oh. Chad did a great job. We very much enjoyed the evening in Dallas. Boomer Sooner. That's from Good. Burley I- Boomer. I'm glad that you brought that up, Burley Boomer. Uh, I I heard from a few of the caravanners last night after the event, uh, most notably Joe Castiglione, who said that things went great. It was uh, balmy, but a raucous crowd, and uh, everything went great last night down at the Dallas Caravan at the Rustic in Dallas, and not surprising that Chad McKee Knocked it out of the yard. I have been Wally pipped, I'm afraid. Drake, I will never get my job back as caravan host. I predict that you will lose out on at least one more caravan this year because of his performance last night. Yeah, that's yeah right. I think you're probably right. A uh, couple more here on the text line. One says, uh, R.I.P. Uh, Jimbo Elrod, he was the man. That's from Kevin Tulsa. Yeah, uh, Jimbo Fisher, at least uh, the can't even be the best Jimbo of all time because Jimbo Elrod holds that mantle. Oh, Jimbo Elrod was a peach of a human being and a fantastic football player. And I completely forgot, or I would not have made fun of the name Jimbo. So my apologies. Jimbo is a perfectly fine name. And last one here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Saban versus Fisher uh, equals, hello, Mr. Pot. My name is Mr. Kettle. Uh, You like my (laughs) black today? I mean, uh, what are we getting ourselves into, Drake? Just that half of the conference alone, you've got Saban, Fisher, Kiffin, Leach. Brian Kelly looks fairly tame, and he's going around with, like, fake accents and stuff. (laughs) Grinding on recruits, all that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The best part of that story still is the fact that that kid went to another school. After that weekend, it's like, yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe LSU's not for me. Of course he did. Uh, all right. Uh, Doc B, welcome to the show. Morning, Tom. Morning, Doc. Good news. Great to get Bonner back. Tony Bonner returned back to the red. 
Joey Votto's coming back this weekend. Our Reds have won seven out of ten baseball games somehow. Playing some pretty good ball right now, Doc. Yep. Yeah. Doc, what did you think about that OU baseball game last night? Good win. It is a good win. That is well said. Doc, it's great to hear from you today. Cheer hard tonight, okay? Get some rest. Are you going to softball game tonight? Yeah. Okay. Well, go uh, cheer hard for us, okay? Okay. All right. See you later. The great Doc B. Sooners win last night, 13-8 to here in Lubbock. Six home runs. One of them hit by the kid, Jackson Nicholas, and we chatted after the game. We're live on the radio right now. Congratulations, young man. Great baseball game. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was a fun game. First time you've been out here. This can be an intimidating place, but it didn't look like you were intimidated tonight. Yeah, it was a great environment. The Texas Tech fans definitely brought the energy, and it was nice to match it and go out there and get a win. Tell me about the home run at bat. Um, we had a feeling that he was going to throw change-ups. He went change-up the first pitch, saw it pretty well at the hand, had a nice little fade to it, took it, ball one, threw it again. So I was on it, almost threw my bat to the first base dugout. Pine tar <laughs> slipped a little bit, and I'm like, he made me look stupid on that pitch, so I'm like, he might throw it again, left it over the plate, and caught a barrel on it. Six home runs for you guys tonight. You guys were seeing the ball well collectively. What was the, what was the magic for you? I mean, we prepared well in our meeting before the game. Uh, our coaches do a great job of getting us ready to go. Um, we're, uh, during the week of practice, we're always locked in. We had a tough day or a tough day on Monday against Wichita State. We were excited to get back and have the new opportunity to come out and show what we can do as an offense, and we came back and we did it. Way to go, young man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Evan. Yeah, the two things. I mean, tonight's going to be tough. Brandon Burtzel, legitimate candidate for Big 12 Pitcher of the Year, uh, 97, 98-mile-an-hour fastball. But Oklahoma's got a couple of things going for them. One is they have been hitting right-handed pitching very well, and Burtzel's a right-hander. They can use their better lineup against right-handed pitching, which is, you know, Spikerman's in there, Nicholas is in there, Squires is in there. And the other thing is uh, Texas Tech has a problem with OU's running game. The Sooners went six for six in stolen bases last night. If uh, form holds, Tech will use their uh, Cole Stillwell at catcher tonight. They use him in the middle games. And he has not been as good as the guy that went last night for them, White. So uh, that's an issue. If OU can get guys on, they believe almost everybody in their lineup can run. And that Tech is going to have a problem stopping them from doing that. So if, you know, Oklahoma needed one of these first two to give themselves a great shot at winning this series because – Tomorrow, the final game, normally Sunday, but this week Saturday, Tech has struggled mightily this year. If you look at all their conference series, they lost the last game to Texas. They lost the last game to Kansas. The last game of the series has been the one they've struggled with the most. So they got one of these first two already. If they could go find a way to to squeak one out tonight, and it's going to take a big effort from David Sandlin. But if OU could get a few runs off Burtzel, get into that bullpen, Find a way to steal one tonight. Uh, they got a legitimate shot of going for a sweep on Saturday and and uh, really making a statement out here. So we'll see. 6.30 tonight, 6 o'clock pregame show. Break time, live in Lubbock. Back with more of the T-Row in the Morning Show after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. 
with two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Hey, Drake. I normally play OTD with TJ, but I got a couple of them here for you. Yep. Okay. On this date, May 20, what year did David Letterman host his final late show with David Letterman? Uh, Ending a 33 years on television. I want to say that was, I'll say 2014. Final answer. Final answer. Yeah, final answer. Holy mackerel! 2015. Nicely done by you. Okay, here's the other one I got today. This one's tougher. This one, I would probably make this a bonus for TJ. On this date, May 20, what year did Charles Lindbergh take off from New York on the first solo nonstop, nonstop transatlantic flight in the spirit of St. Louis? The Charles Lindbergh spirit of St. Louis flight left today. What year? Uh, um... Goodness Tough gracious. One. At uh, one point was the most famous person in the United States. Um, uh, yeah, he was considered one of the most famous people in the world. I, at, you at, said one of the – now, you just said he was the most famous person he in the United considered, States. He uh, was considered – by some people, was considered the most famous person in the United uh, States. Correct. Okay. Yes. Right. Yeah, um, I'll – I, I – that entire timeline bleeds together for me. I'll just say 1930. Uh, final answer. <laughs> for the fourth time. 1927. Oh, look at that. Very well done by you. Take a phone call. Benny, good morning. Welcome to the show. PR, my brother, good morning. How are you doing this fine morning? What's up, Benjamin? I've got a question for you. I had some friends ask me why. Well, I'll just use the example on the softball. Uh-huh. Uh, the OU softball team won the Big 12 tournament. I mean the Big 12 conference, and they lost the uh, the tournament. Yeah. My friends want to know why does the, some of these conferences have tournament plays? Why do they have tournaments? Mm-hmm. You know, you, oh, you won the, uh, the conference. <laughs> they just wanted to be over? Lost tournament. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at this Prairie View A&M started at 0-19, and they yeah. won the SWAC, and so they get an automatic bid. But it didn't help the Big 12 any. The top three went, none of the others, and the Big 12 well, got to go in the, the big dance. The reason is, Benny, and we, I mean, we have Big 12 tournaments in, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. in basketball and football, right. baseball, baseball and softball and everything. Football now. The, the reason is – uh, twofold. One, it's normally a money maker. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a TV contract and you sell Correct. some tickets. And certainly, in the case of like a basketball tournament in Kansas City, it's a big to do. Mm-hmm. So it's an opportunity for the conference to make some money. And two, yeah. it keeps hope alive for everybody. You know, even if you're True. a team that is <laughs> yeah. not going to be a tournament team, you can say, hey, we still got a chance. If we can go to the tournament and win the tournament, we could still get in this thing. Example, Fresno State in baseball a few years mm-hmm. back was probably not going to go to the NCAA baseball tournament. But they won their conference tournament to get in. They were a four seed and ended up winning the College World Series. Yeah. So 
NC State in basketball, same thing, the famous Jim Valvano team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're not getting into the NCAA tournament unless they win the ACC tournament. I think they were like the five or six seed in the ACC tournament. They won it, they got in, and then they went on one of the most miraculous runs right, yeah, in college yeah. basketball history. Okay. So that, that, it, for teams like Oklahoma in softball, it doesn't matter. They're getting mm-hmm. in anyway. Yeah, but for yeah. teams that, 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 that aren't – it's a last-ditch effort. It's something to keep playing for, and it keeps hope alive. That would have been somebody like Kansas or Tech or Baylor, uh, yeah. Iowa State that didn't get in, into it. If they won it, they would have got the automatic bid if they'd have won the, the tournament. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I yeah. can see what you're it's saying. It's unlikely, but it keeps hope alive, you know. And what yeah. are we if we don't have hope? Am I right, Benny? Yeah, exactly. Now, the Pac-12 don't have a tournament. That kind of... I was surprised when huh. I read that they don't have a tournament. Well, they're soft out there. You know, they have wheatgrass <laughs> shakes and all that yeah. kind of stuff out there. Hey, that was yeah. quiet at the game. I, I read an article in the USA Today, six homers, six stolen bases. That's unreal. Pretty good. The game last night. Yep, pretty good effort by Skip yes. Johnson. Oh, last night. the other thing mm-hmm. I was going to tell you was uh, uh, yours truly is in the Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame. I was inducted the year when Warren Spawn you know, they had the left hand, the top Benny. left hander every year. Andy For Pettit, beatball? Yeah. Andy Pettit was in there, and I got elected the same year. Andy Pettit, he gave me an autographed ball, and I gave him an autographed beatball. That was in Guthrie. At that How time. about that? We're talking to a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Attaway, Benny. Hey, my brother, I appreciate it. And, uh, hey, I uh, enjoyed And uh, you take care. And Boomer Sooner. Hey, oh, and the last thing. We win well, these next thing. two games. We we tie for the Big Twelve champion conference champion when they get the number one seed. Then because they right. beat uh, TCU. That's exactly right, Benny. You have broken it down perfectly. Indeed. If OU wins their final two games, they would share the Big Twelve title and they would be the number one seed at the Big Twelve tournament in Arlington. And that'd be unreal the way we started off, and all of a sudden here they're hotter than a firecracker. That's exactly right. Hey, appreciate it, brother. Have a good See weekend, and boomer sooner. Boomer sooner. Thanks, bro. Drake, I've got good news for you. I can confirm Will Rogers is in the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. Ooh, okay. What about the uh, what about Wiley Post? Well, stand by. Stand by. I found the site. I have to go alphabetically mm-hmm. here. Okay. I like the chances of Wiley Post making it, but I cannot yet confirm... There he is, 2004 Wiley Post in the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. What, what are the odds that the first three names that I name, their first name starts with W? How about that? Because Woody Guthrie was the third. Woody Guthrie, hang on, stand by. Hold on. Working to confirm Standing this one. Standing by. I like his chances as well. Uh, there's Vince Gill. He's in it. Uh, Woodrow Wilson Guthrie. There he is. 2006 into the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. Dad, gummit, you're good at this. James Garner, also in the G's. 1986. I could look at this all day. <laughs> Drake uh, named right. the nerdiest guys in the world when he threw out names. What are you doing? What back? are you talking about? Uh, ba- I've been back. I just nerdiest been sitting guys here. on the. What are you talking about right now? The names who do you, you think to the of. Oklahoma Hall of Fame? Me, that's who. I'm a Hall of Famer, baby. I will. I will take a lot out of you. 
but I will not sit here and listen to you call <laughs> Will Rogers a nerd. No, I don't know. Will Rogers isn't necessarily. Wiley Post? You nerd. have an airport named after you? <laughs> nerd. Wiley Post is a nerd? He was a pilot. What are you talking about? I'm calling him a nerd because you called out his name. Clown axe. Clown axe. Uh, we got a text earlier in the hour that was uh, basically, uh, hello, pot. I'm Kettle. How do you like my black? That's basically what just happened right That is here. not how I conduct myself. Yeah. Yep. Never. It is. It is. Never. That's what happened. You know who's not an Oklahoma Hall of Famer? Chris Paul. They don't let failures into their Hall of Fame. Easy. You want Bob to call back in? Because that's what's going to happen. Hang on. Let me go to You're the talking Hall of fast. Famer Bob Stoops? There's a William Paul in the Hall of Fame, 2003. <laughs> Anybody else you want me to check on while I'm here, guys? Um, You were asking about Bob Stoops earlier. Bob's oh, in the yeah, sports. Right. I don't know if he's in the Oklahoma. Yeah, the, he was asking about the Oklahoma Hall. Yeah, Patty yeah. Gasso's in it. Bob's got to be in it, right? Stand by. <laughs> She's won more championships than he has. That's ooh, ooh, wow, ooh. Bob. I'm sorry, that was totally. Bob Stoops is not oh. in the Oklahoma Upset Hall of Fame of the year. Barry Switzer's in it. Wow, oh, shots fired at Bob there. Warren Spawn's in it. Amber alert. Sorry, nobody's hearing us right now. <laughs> we'll be back. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. How did everything go, Teach? Went great. Went great. Welcome back. Thank you. We uh the big guest the fifth grader day. Big fifth grader day, so the mystery of Bronx was unveiled with a baby picture at assembly. Oh, yeah? Was he embarrassed? Oh, no, no. He had been counting down, like, because they do it each Friday, and he got to the end of the year, and he knew this was it, and he's like, I guess I didn't make it. I'm not going to get a chance, and we played dumb with him this week and said, ah, we haven't heard from anyone, and so, no, no, he, he... He does not shy away from attention, that kid. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, it's crossover time brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Speaking of kids and big days, Chris Plank is back with us today. How did everything go, Plank? Good, good, good. One more, um, one more uh, celebration to go on Saturday for Willie C., and then we'll um, – We'll have him off to the Army before you know it. So um, uh, he's, he was really excited on Wednesday night. It was hot, really hot. Graduations aren't the most rapid-moving thing on the planet, but it yeah. went well. And, and there was a great, I think, controversy that was, uh, for me, solved when, for the first time ever, I heard the Booker T. Washington, like their alma mater, mm-hmm. be saying. Have you ever heard the Booker T. Washington, the pride of Tulsa High Schools? Not that I'm aware uh, of. Have you ever heard their alma mater? They say the pride of the Southwest. So I think that officializes it, boys. Oklahoma's in the Southwest. Oh, my god! Let's gosh. go. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. You have just activated our crazy caller, TJ. Yes. TJ's going to have a Drake's going to get an office call and be very upset with you, Plank. Yeah, oh, boy. Don't be mad at me. 
be mad at the founders of Booker T. Washington High School. Be mad. They, they called them the jewel of the Southwest. So, I mean, I don't think it gets much more official than that. So, there we go. Rubber stamp it. Exclamation pointed. It's over. Let's move on. Um, congrats, Toby. That was awesome to listen to last night. Um, are the pipes good after calling all those bombs? Uh, I was a little shaky late in the game. I don't know what was going on. Maybe it was the West Texas dust or something, but I got a oh. little raspy. So I'm going to need to uh, take a, a throat ice bath this afternoon to get ready for tonight. Uh, Chris, what do I need to know about Prairie View A&M? Give me the scouting report. Okay, let me pull this up. The other day I was talking with one of my many favorite softball dudes um, to get his take on Washington because he covers Washington, Ed Strong. Here's what he sent me. Prairie View and Oklahoma might be the biggest matchup in tournament history, or at least in the past several seasons. OU is as strong of a one seed as I've ever seen since I started paying attention to the sport, while Prairie View A&M not only was a long shot to make the tournament, but was a long shot to win the SWAC. They didn't win a single game this year against a team outside the SWAC, and had a 19-game losing streak. So, uh, from that oh my uh, heavens! Oh boy! Yes, um, you would expect OU to roll tonight. This is probably very similar. I think we had Bryant here last year. You know, when UMBC came in, uh, UMBC had a pitcher that was one of the top pitchers in the country, um, and yeah, Prairie View A&M isn't coming in with any superstar talent, but. They're gritty. You know, Oklahoma's had some problems with gritty teams. So we'll, we'll see how they fight. But I fully expect uh, OU A&M tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. We'll see. Well, I'm going to reach out to you here in a little bit. Uh, but have a good show and have a good call tonight playing. Toby, enjoy Lubbock. Can't wait to listen to you tonight. And uh, appreciate you having me on, man. Talk to you soon. All right, thanks to you fine folks for filling up the phone lines today. 6.30 tonight, game two, 6 o'clock pregame. Have a great weekend, everybody.